Welcome to the Healthy Ever After podcast. The body is not designed for sickness. It's designed for full, robust health and vitality. Learn how you can live healthy ever after at restoration-health.ca. And now, here's your host, certified holistic nutrition consultant, Patty Fleury. Welcome, everybody. This is Patty Fleury from Restoration Health, and I am a certified holistic nutrition consultant, and this podcast is part of my series called Healthy Ever After. In this series, I'm talking to people who are taking an alternative, holistic path to health and living vibrant, robust, healthy lives. And I'm really hoping their stories are going to inspire you to reclaim your health. So I'm very excited about my guest today, and that's Susan, and I believe her story is absolutely inspirational. So Susan came to see me over a year ago for nutritional services, and at the time she was 72 and had a number of health concerns, such as limited mobility, difficulties with breathing and shortness of breath, she was significantly overweight, and she was taking a number of pharmaceuticals for her various health conditions. Susan's goals were to achieve better health live longer, lose weight, and also improve her self-image. So in talking with Susan that first day, it became apparent that she was open and receptive to taking back power regarding her health, and she was committed to making changes in order to bring about positive results. So I had made several recommendations related to diet, lifestyle, and supplements, and within just a few weeks, Susan was making amazing progress. She had eliminated wheat, sugar, dairy, all refined processed food, and she was reporting increased energy, improved mental health, better breathing, decreased joint pain, and she had lost 16 pounds. I mean, that's remarkable. After four months, she was walking without a cane, she was no longer parking in the handicapped spot, and she was attending three to four exercise exercise classes a week, and she had gone from 280 to 257 pounds. That's a whopping 23 pounds in like four months. But Susan was not done. You know, she said she had made friends with food and she was no longer afraid of eating. She had learned to release guilt and she was recognizing the power that she had in rewriting her own story. And all of this at age 72. What an inspiration to me. Susan really showed me that it is never too late to reclaim your power and learn a new way of living. Welcome, Susan. I am so thrilled you're here today. Thank you. (laughs) So I know that our listeners kind of want to hear a little bit about your journey. And, you know, because I know it hasn't been easy. I know you have overcome obstacles. And I think what you have to say is really powerful because... um, it was really about reconciling things in your own mind, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and making those gains. So, so can we start by you telling us a little bit about um, your history and what it was that brought you to see me back in February 2016? Well, what brought me to see you was uh, I was seeing a counselor for, um, for help to learn how to live with my very ill husband. And it's not easy living with someone who is chronically ill. And so I was seeing a counselor, and she is a friend of Patty's. 
And she, su- she suggested that, you know, perhaps it would be a good visit. So I called Patty. Now, before that, obviously, I for decades, I have been on a variety of diets, all with little to no success. Um, I have been chronically overweight for about 25 years. And nothing worked. I went to the doctor. I got pills. I went to... A dietitian, she said, go on Canada food rules. Oh. I, you know, nothing seemed to work. And I was getting more and more sick. I couldn't breathe. I was on two inhalers and a pill every day just to help me breathe. Oh, my goodness. Like, just, yes. just to get through the day. Just to get through the day. Um, I was diagnosed with asthma. Um, I had COPD. I, I you hear the word had. <laughs> I was in a great deal of pain. I have arthritis in every joint in my body. I've had knee replacements, a wrist replacement, an ankle replacement, all to try and get rid of the pain. Wow. You were, you were broken down. I was broken down and breaking down. I was old. Wow. Yeah, you felt, you I, felt like 72. I felt like 92 going <laughs> 72. I was very old. And I was dying. I was getting ready to die. Because what's worth living with pain? Mm-hmm. And my mobility was ridiculous. I couldn't walk half a block to the, to the post box. Yeah. I had to use a cane to get from the house to the car. Um, for fear of tripping and falling. And if I fall, I break, and I don't want to break. I was just going to say, I mean, not only you don't want to fall, but then if you fall, you're going to break something, and Mm -hmm. then how do you recover from that when you're already... When you're already... uh, What do you call it? Um, Well, you're not at your your best. You're not at your best. Yeah. No, you're not at your best. Um, And I actually continue to see my counselor, which has been very helpful over the year, um, and I'm learning to enjoy and to celebrate my life. Mm. So that's what brought me here. That was a huge achievement, I think. You know, because it's it's one thing I always talk about. It's one thing to address your physical health through, you know, good mm-hmm. diet and lifestyle. But if what you're feeding your brain is still a bunch of crap and negativity, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to achieve total wellness. No. And, and like I say... Uh, Patty, you helped me with with food choices, which I had read, like I said, many, many diets, and I had tried them all, and but I kept reading, there's got to be something healthier for me to be doing. So I thought, this is a wonderful opportunity for me to uh, get a new relationship with food mm. uh, and, an, and a new relationship with life, with my husband, with walking, with doing whatever. Yeah. Know. A new relationship with everything. It was my turn. Uh, well, Seventy two. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's Susan's turn. So that's that's amazing. So you know, I think as as I mentioned, as and as you have alluded to, um, your journey was not necessarily straightforward, um, and you worked really really hard to develop new habits and to approach your health from the inside out. Um, you know, you, you didn't necessarily have support from your husband who is, is ill, you know, so I want to hear about that journey because how do you find the commitment and the motivation to keep going when maybe you're not getting the support you, you would like from, you know, the people around you? 
Well, at first I looked outside my home for support. I, I joined a talks group, which is Take Off Pound Sensibly. And it's a wonderful group of 25 women and we support each other. And I started going to those meetings once a week. And so they help with the weight loss and the camaraderie. Mm -hmm. um, but at home, I still had to face a negative uh, atmosphere. And, and it continues till today. Um, he, he still brings sabotage into the house. He still brings um, sugary treats and cakes and cookies and breads and things that he likes to eat. But I asked him for the support of not asking me to eat them. Ah. And he said, okay. And for a while, he kept saying, well, this little bit won't hurt you. Or why don't you just try this? And I said, because my body says, you don't want that. So I stopped all wheat. And I did not substitute it with any other flour. Good for you. I stopped all sugar and sugar substitutes. Because to me, that's poison in my body. I stopped all dairy, and that's the only thing I substituted. I do drink non-sugared almond milk. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I put that in my, in my smoothie in the morning. So that's the only substitute I made. I have not been hungry. That's and if, if I'm hungry, I can have an apple. <laughs> well, absolutely. This is never about starvation it's, or deprivation. No, no, it isn't. Yeah, I, I remember having a conversation with you once, and I think we, we were talking about if you're feeling hungry, you're not eating enough. That's right. You know, and so if you're hungry, grab that handful of nuts, grab that mm -hmm. apple, grab that, you know, smoothie, what, whatever it is, mm -hmm. as long as you're focusing on nourishing your body with good whole foods, exactly. um, you, you don't have to be hungry. And with my husband... It actually empowered me. I wanted to show him results. And you know, he has every week or every month, he says, wow, you're doing so well. And I say, you can join me at any time. <laughs> and I, But he continues on his life path, and that's his. But my life path is being empowered to just stay healthier and have a healthy um, experience with food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think once again, that, that comes back to the fact that you cannot change anybody around you. No. And I want to point out, it wasn't, it's not a negative thing at all. Like, I don't, I don't flaunt my, my salad, you know, and say, well, you should be eating this. It's not negative in any way. My choice is this, and his choice may be something else, and I'm quite willing to cook whatever he wants. So it's... Yeah, um, we're both adults, so we both make choices. Sure, and so it's not about judgment. No um, judgment. It's just about the choices that you are now making mm -hmm. um, on your journey. Yeah, yeah, which is beautiful. Did you ever think about giving up? Oh, let me count the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a family reunion in Newfoundland last summer. Ah, do you know what they eat in Newfoundland? Fried. <laughs> you name it, it's fried. Um, and heavy breads and potatoes and and all the things that I have chosen not to eat. But what I did when we were staying with a, our relatives, I said, would you mind if I went shopping and put things in your fridge? Mm. No, they said, this is wonderful, go ahead. 
So I did. And only only one lady was a little offended. Yeah. But that she felt that I was there as her guest and she was going to feed me and she was going to take care of me. And she felt that she wasn't doing that. Right. And so you don't want to offend people. But I explained to her that my body was getting better and I I just needed to carry on that journey. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know it it it's it does take some courage oh, it to 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 be committed to what you're doing and to not cave under pressure because I think when we're choosing to eat certain ways as you mm-hmm. are now doing we do sometimes meet with um, some resistance or mm-hmm. some, you know, sort of, oh, like your husband says, oh, come on, that little bit's not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And so you, you don't want to be unreasonable, but at the same time, you want to stay true to this new path that you're on mm-hmm. because you're getting such good results. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm wondering if I can ask you, Susan, sure. like what does typical day look like for you in terms of food now like what what would a typical breakfast lunch and dinner look like for you okay a typical breakfast would either be a smoothie made with almond milk um kale and let and spinach a bit of fruit uh, maybe half an avocado all in a in my little blender that goes whir, 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 <laughs> the first thing in the morning um and i have a cup of coffee because I heard coffee's good for you, and I like my coffee. Yes. Um, so that would be one breakfast. Another breakfast would be two eggs and and an orange, um, and my coffee. Yeah. Um, and often in the middle of the morning, then I might have a small salad, just because I don't get my vegetables with my egg and orange. Right. <laughs> and for lunch, lunch is always a salad, always, and it's it's tuna or or. Uh, shrimp or salmon or chicken or I whatever I cook the night before is my lunch the next day on top of salad. Yeah, um, I tend to avoid beans for two reasons. Yeah, <laughs> once they're kind of a heavy carb and they and they cause gas. Yeah, um, but always a salad and sometimes a piece of fruit. But I eat copious amounts of salad. I mean. <laughs> It looks like it's enough for a family, <laughs> but I managed to get through it um, because that has to hold me till six o'clock supper. Um, if I'm really hungry in the afternoon, I will eat um, either a, a protein bar or a piece of fruit or some carrots with dip or something. I'll just nibble on something because I know at that three thirty four o'clock slump, yes. you know, you do get a bit hungry absolutely and um, at six o'clock I always have um, two to three vegetables and some some kind of protein you know it's usually you know chicken or fish or sometimes beef I have beef once a week okay so yeah so that is music to my ears honestly Mm -hmm. because what a what a fabulous diet! It, you know, I'm I'm hearing you talk about whole foods, all whole foods, good healthy fats, no, no protein, no it, processed food. Exactly, you know, and you're making it from scratch, and you're getting those healthy fats in there. You're saying you're you're not hungry. I'm not hungry. And and I'm just kind of curious. Previous to starting sort of this whole foods mm-hmm. diet, um, what what were you typically eating in a, an average day before? 
Um, I was almost always start the day with cereal, with milk, <laughs> and if it were if it was like oatmeal, I'd probably put a little sugar on it, um, and some fruit, and and I would, or I would have two or three pieces of toast with peanut butter, mm-hmm. with butter and peanut butter, of course. Um, you know, totally not. not I don't. I don't even think about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Lunchtime. Um, quite often, we'd, we'd go out, so that would be hamburger and fries wow. for sure. Yeah. Um, and maybe in the afternoon, a Timmy's. You know, sweet coffee. Mm, Got to get that coffee in there. And for for supper, um, any. You know, I'd often eat vegetables and meat, but they might be not. They might be. Hot dogs, mm, right, <laughs> you know, with right. bun and wieners, yes. and or they might be, it might be chicken, but it it would might be corn and sure and yeah. things that I don't eat now, or a big plate of spaghetti or something big, like that. Oh right? yes, love my pasta, <laughs> love my pasta and my meat sauce. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know what? You it's it's remarkable. Like just listening to you talk about what you're eating now and what you used to eat. Like th- this is a major major shift mm-hmm. oh i forgot dessert oh <laughs> oh dessert was always part of supper always be it cakes or pies or cookies or yeah wow. always wow big shift mm-hmm. huge, big shift huge shift amazing susan amazing you just have to figure out what foods are made from and i don't tend to eat mixtures and a mixture would be a cookie because it has more than one thing in it mm-hmm. so i eat whole food yep and 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 look at what it's done. Yes, right. Yes. It 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 it's to me. It's always amazing at the dramatic difference mm-hmm. a whole foods diet can make. So here we are, fourteen months later mm-hmm. from when we originally met. Mm-hmm. You have made some, as we've just discussed, some dramatic changes mm-hmm. to your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us about how you're feeling now. Like, what is the progress that you've made? What are you seeing in terms of your health? What am I seeing in terms of my health? My blood pressure is now normalized. I am no longer pre-diabetic. I no longer have sinus problems. You no longer are pre-diabetic. I am no longer pre-diabetic. Let's be clear about that. Your blood sugar has... My A1C has been at 5 to 5.2 for six months. <laughs> Seriously? I am no longer pre-diabetic. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I no longer have any sinus or breathing problems. I am off all those medications. You're off your inhalers. Off my inhalers. I've um, I've had one sniffle this winter because my husband brought home a nasty cold. And we sleep together. So he, <laughs> yes. um, and it, I felt unwell for about two days. And that was it. Um, that was it. I didn't take any medication for it. No doctor's visits. No into the hospital because I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, no longer... My fibromyalgia has... It, I don't think it ever really goes away. But I don't... I can get out of bed every morning now without even thinking about it. So, so once again, th- this is unbelievable. So... Mm-hmm. Fibromyalgia pain, previous to sort of, you know, the whole foods Mm -hmm. diet, you would get up every day with pain and joints and and have difficulties getting going. Oh, sometimes I would lay in bed thinking, why am I getting up? Or I can't get up. Wow. I hurt so badly. 
um, that I just, I forced myself to get up, get dressed, do something. Yeah. Take your pills. Yeah. Uh, my arthritis pills have been cut in half. I still have to take them because I still have arthritis. Um, the inflammation in my body is, I would say, basically gone. Um, my uh, goodness. Mm-hmm. So arthritis pills cut in half. Fibromyalgia pain almost non-existent. So now when you get up out of bed in the morning, you're, you're raring to go. I say, what's happening today? <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Um, I am so much better. I don't use my cane at all. Um, I can walk downstairs one step at a time, one foot, on one step at a time, sometimes not even using the handrail. You know, I've got things in both hands, and you've got to walk down the stairs. Yeah. And it used to be hanging onto the handrail and going <gasps> all the way down the stairs, one step at a time. So, no, I, I can do that now. I have dropped from a size 46 or a 5X down to a 40 or a 1X. <gasps> Four sizes. Four sizes. You have dropped four sizes. Mm-hmm. You had to go shopping for a new wardrobe, I'm thinking. Twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I'm off all my all my asthma meds. Um, I don't take stomach meds anymore. Nope. And I my diuretics have been cut, cut in half. My word. Mm-hmm. So, so when my you... pharmaceuticals are basically dropped in half. That is well, that that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you say stomach meds, you're talking about you were taking something for some... I was taking Pantalock. Pantalock. Yeah. So Pantalock, for our listeners who may not be aware, it's a class of drugs called a proton pump inhibitor. And what it does is it suppresses stomach acid because you were getting some sort of acid reflux yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And since switching to a whole foods diet, you've mm-hmm. noticed clearly less reflux, less... Oh, almost non-existent. Non-existent. And you were able to get off that pantalock. And what what those PPIs do is, unfortunately, they inhibit our ability to absorb certain nutrients Mm -hmm. that we need for our immune system and our musculoskeletal system. Mm -hmm. So now, when you eat food, you're actually absorbing the nutrients from that food. And that's Mm -hmm. helping your body in all ways. I've also joined the gym. I go to the gym three times a week for three quarters of an hour each time. Wow. And I have a trainer. You have a trainer? I have a trainer. <laughs> I'm, I'm her oldest person, but she's very kind. <laughs> and I go to the pool for an hour twice a week. And I love my pool. So, so you're yeah. working out of the gym three days a week, mm-hmm. and you're going to the pool two days a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm out every morning of the week. Exactly. So we're talking five days a week you're exercising. And when we look back two years ago... Oh, I couldn't have done it. You were having trouble getting out of bed. Yeah. Or getting out of the car. Or walking to the car. <laughs> or, or walking to the gym, never mind working oh, out. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... How does that feel? Oh, it feels tremendous. It feels... I'm alive. This is like a whole new lease. A whole new me. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a second chance. Yeah. And like I said, it was my turn. (laughs) It was your turn. When I came a year ago, a bit more than a year ago, I was old. I was an old lady. Mm -hmm. I looked old. I felt old. I walked old. I acted old. And today I'm alive. (laughs) I'm feeling well. 
I'm active every day and I'm looking to the future. Yeah. For many, many years. That just brings tears to my eyes because you know what? You took control. I did. You took Mm -hmm. your power back and you Mm -hmm. said, I'm not going to be old anymore. I'm I th- th- I'm, I'm not going to sit around dying. No. Nope. I want to I want to be living. Mm-hmm. I've I've through the help of my counselor, I've learned how to um, verbalize how I'm feeling with my husband um, because being a woman and being a caregiver professionally, I'm a caregiver. Um, it was so easy to say it's not, it's not that it's my fault, but I just need to be quiet. I, I can't complain about what he does or doesn't do. I can't say, well, anything. It's just my duty as a wife and a mother, and not as mother. <laughs> but you're a wife and a nurturer. I'm a nurturer to be, have a safe place for him to fall. Everything was about him. So I thought, no, if I'm going to stay alive and care for him, I best do something for me. So psychologically, this has been wonderful. Um, spiritually, I mean, I, he's, he's a clergyman, so we go to church. <laughs> but other than, other than church, spirit is, is much more. Sure. Spirit is, is learning to live and be alive. Spirit is loving yourself. Hmm. And so I've decided to love me. Yeah, and and spirituality to me is also about recognizing that you are worthy and deserving, much so of of self love yeah. and and of all these wonderful things you have been doing to nourish not only your physical body but your emotional and mental mm-hmm. well being as well. Right. So I I have several things on the computer that I read every day that are are self-help things as well as and I always thought that was for the 20 year olds (laughs) (laughs) no but they they are you are worthy you are loved you are you have purpose Mm. um just because you're retired doesn't mean you just go off in a corner and you know do nothing you do things absolutely Um, I mean besides being active and physically I also do a lot of volunteer work um you know so I'm out and about and I have a huge social life now. Oh my goodness yeah. me. Yeah. So once again, not only, I mean, I, I think it's so important for our listeners to really um, grasp the magnitude of what you've accomplished here, because not only have you done some tremendous Mm, valuable kind of changes for your physical health. I mean, goodness me, you've reduced your medication. You've you've mentioned you're you're walking better. You have less pain. You're more active. But the changes have also translated to some real, you know, huge growth in terms of your Mm -hmm. mental and emotional, your confidence, your belief in yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. self-image. One Mm -hmm. of your goals when you came to me was to improve your Mm self-image. Did you achieve that? Oh, I've achieved that and then some. (laughs) And, you know, it's easier to now speak up. Mm. It's easier now to say that no is a complete sentence. (laughs) It's easier (laughs) to say, I would love to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you for lunch. Or, you know, it's so much easier... To um, to say things to my husband and and not know and know that I am not hurting him. 
Yeah. That it's okay to express my, my ideas. Absolutely. Or your thoughts yeah. or your thoughts. feelings. Yes. All of those. So you've stepped into your power in many mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your, your story is, is so, so remarkable. I, I'm so, so inspired and honored to have been, you know, part of your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does the future hold now for Susan? Onward and upward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what does it hold? It's. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to remain active. Yes. I'm going to remain active physically. I'm going to remain active emotionally and spiritually and, and psychologically. I'm going to, you know, it is. It is so nice when you volunteer, like in a hospital, and you see. Somebody, you're just listening to someone and they, their eyes open with glee that someone is there to share their life. Or you're, you know, it's just wonderful to, to see, because I'm a natural giver, yeah. <laughs> um, that that's just been part of my life, is service and giving. And I'm back into that. Yes. You know, I, I think, once again... If we do not take care of ourselves... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if we don't love ourselves, and if we don't nourish our bodies physically, mentally, emotionally, all those things, we really have nothing left to give. Right, and then you then it's forced. Mm-hmm. Because you think, well, I have to give. So then it's it's not given freely, and, mm. it's, not, and it's just forced. And then you realize afterwards, well, that wasn't really very good. Right. Yeah. 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 It was done out of maybe obligation. Obligation to be nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and sometimes you don't always have to be nice. Sometimes it's okay not to be nice. Uh, Absolutely. To walk away from situations that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Or that aren't serving your greater good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think from a physical standpoint, you know, when we think back to where you were 18 months ago, Mm. you know, physically, you weren't in a position where you could be out volunteering or, oh, you know, no. doing these things and giving back. But really, I, I just, I, I keep coming back to the fact that these changes you have made, while they were monumental in mm-hmm. so many ways, when you think about it, what was the easier choice? To, to, to go down a path towards health or just to sit back and continue on the path you were on before, sort of waiting to die. Like, if, if, if you had to, you know, impart to our listeners, like, which, is, which was the easier choice? I don't know if it's easier or not. Sometimes it would have been easier just to sit and watch TV with my blankie. Yeah. Sometimes it would have been easier. But to be healthier and to be free... It was easier to choose healthier and free, yeah, than to be stuck and sick. And um, I don't think being stuck and sick is is a is a choice. Yeah, um, I wouldn't make that choice ever again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, well, and I think the minute you start to experience those. Um, those positives and the minute you start to feel you know I'm breathing better or I'm having less pain or I've got more energy or I'm I'm you know walking better the minute you get a taste of that mm-hmm. I think it's very motivating mm-hmm. 
Um, and then when, when you reclaim some of these things you've reclaimed, um, I would have to think that that's very rewarding mm-hmm. and certainly going to continue to spur you on towards continued health. The thing is that it didn't happen overnight either. No. Getting to the, where I was didn't happen overnight. So recovering from that to having freedom from food, to having freedom from anxiety and depression didn't come overnight. It, it did take several weeks, but as each day I got up, there was a little something. There was a little, oh, that didn't hurt so much, or, hmm, that feels good in my tummy. Ah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't hurt anymore. Or, you know, I just walked down those stairs. They little. They were tiny little things. I have to tell you one thing. Yes. I just I flew to Ottawa a couple of weeks ago, and I got on the airplane, and I just took the seatbelt, and I did it up, and I was giddy. <laughs> I haven't been able to do up the the seatbelt on an airline for twenty five years. Oh my gosh! And I did it up, and it went, and then I grabbed it and I pulled it, so I tightened it, and. It was the most fantastic thing. I was absolutely giddy. Mm. As well you should be, right? I'm so pleased with me. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's too bad there wasn't a marching band there to <laughs> reward you for like like uh, something so small. It is the tiny little things, the little steps that count. Um, yes, it's nice to, to go shopping and buy a size smaller clothes. Yes, it's nice to... You know, step on a scale once in a while and say, oh, I'm down some. Um, But it's the other little life things, life steps. Yep, like the Mm day-to-day things things. that that become easier for you, Mm -hmm. right? Is there anything that you miss about the way you used to eat? Like, is there, are, are there any things that you're still thinking, oh, geez, I would love to, you know, go out and eat this or do that? Well, yeah, sugar. <laughs> sugar is it, a horrible thing that is, it, it's hard to give up. And I can't say that over the last year and a bit that I haven't had any sugar yep. because I have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had one chocolate at, at, at Christmas time, or there'll be one thing here or one thing there. But it's like I can probably count on one hand the number of times I have so-called slipped. No, it wasn't a, a slip. It wasn't a cheat. It was a choice. Uh, apps, well mm-hmm. said. Well said. And you know what? This is not about being perfect no, 100% gosh, no. of the time. And it's not about punishing yourself. Absolutely not. And so... I decided that a lot of people say, I'm going to have a cheat day, you know, especially at the weight weighing in day. And they say, oh, I've weighed in now. I can have a cheat day. And they go off and they have hamburgers and fries or whatever. No, I don't have cheat days. I make choices. Mm -hmm. And if I choose to have one chocolate at Christmas, I will have that. And I will not feel guilty. And I will not feel bad. Mm-hmm. I will say, that is the best chocolate I've had. And I'll make sure it is the best chocolate. I won't eat cheap chocolate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like I said, I can count on one hand the number of times. Where you have made choices. Where I have made a choice that I would like to... Indulge in something. something. Absolutely. And I think, you know what, let's be clear, sugar is as addictive as heroin. Oh, it's awful. Absolutely. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. And, And, you know, eating whole foods is not about, we said, it's not about being hungry. It's not about deprivation. And it's not about um, depriving yourself of things that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's just about making choices on a daily basis that nourish the body. And so having a chocolate or having an ice cream cone or having Mm -hmm. a piece of cake at a birthday party, there's nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. those choices. Yeah, I think the thing is to not live in fear. Yes. Not to say, oh, there's that wonderful chocolate cake or something. If I have a piece of it, I'm doomed. I'm I'm terribly afraid of that. No. Have it, enjoy it, and move on. Absolutely. It's I think not going to affect your life. Agreed, agreed. I think you had said to me at one point when we talked, you were no longer afraid of eating, you'd made friends with food. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I am thrilled that you were here to chat with us today and tell us this good to meet with you again. remarkable story. Yeah. Yes, and it was just a, a gift to see you again. Um, you look amazing, um, and I have no doubt that you're still not finished with oh, your transformation. Finished. Oh, goodness, no, no, no. <laughs> I've, I've got another probably 40 pounds I would like to release, um, and... Because in the Tops Club, they have something called the the, the uh, Century Club when you lose 100 pounds. Okay. So I have about 25 to go, but I'd like to make it 40. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what? The good news is, with your newfound health, you have lots of time to do that. Oh, I do. I, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. No, <laughs> yes. It's going to take a while. but it, It's a journey. It's, it, a, it's a, a, an evolution. It is an evolution. Yeah. Well, I want to just thank you for being here. It's been my pleasure. And I want to thank everyone for listening. I truly hope that Susan's story has inspired you moving forward on your journey towards improved health. I think what Susan has shown us today is that it is clearly never too late in life to make changes. So be sure to check out my website at restoration-health.ca for more information and to sign up for my vlog-style newsletter. And my wish for all of you is to live healthy ever after. Until next time, stay well.